0: That sound means welcome back to Just the Tip Off, the NBA podcast with as many wins in the last nine games as the New or- New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, that hurts. That's zero. Big old goose egg. Oh, they're over nine in the last nine.
1: Well, over A, they They're about to turn it around. This is gonna Zion, go their way. They're gonna Zion's gonna come. Oh no! It's probably not gonna come back this year. They said that.
2: It's not looking great. I, he's still I, not on the court doing activities, so I, I'm okay with the Pelicans just being stupid cautious with this because this is like kind of like their your franchise your franchise play. for well, the next fifteen the, the, years. The, the projected return was around Christmas, right? It uh, was it, it, the, the initial one was six to eight weeks. We are in that six week mark. Right? No, we are we're in, in the six to seven right now. Six, we're in seven to eight. We're in seven to eight now. Yeah. So it's and he hasn't. He's not even on the court yet. Yeah. No looking
1: good. I mean... So he's the... I think optimistically he comes back by all-star time, around that time. A little bit after the break. Just try to take the pressure off. Do, do, do you just play don't, him don't sparingly minutes just to kind of get him acclimated to the game again? Yeah, you know, don't try to... He's a competitor, or, so you think he's going to try to go for Rookie of the Year, but with the amount of minutes he's played, there's just no way. Well, unless
0: he just tries to go off. He could Ben Simmons it and just get the Rookie of the Year next year. That
2: you know, that seems like a pretty good option.
0: <laughs> you know, they,
2: he set the precedent. It's not a strong NBA draft class next year, really. Well,
1: there's Obi um, Toppin.
0: Well, obviously there's Obi Toppin. Yeah, 14, some stiff
1: competition. Uh,
2: Number one to the
0: Dravnick. Garrett Cole's uh, – no, what, Anthony Cole. Uh, oh, he's got LaMelo Ball to deal with. Watch Lamello out. LaMelo Ball, Anthony uh, Edwards. The, the dude who – James Wiseman. Well James Wiseman. James Wiseman. You've got – um,
2: Oh, the kid who plays in New Zealand. I forget what his name is. Um, oh, uh, that kid out of the market. <laughs> that kid out of the market who scored like twenty five. Howard. But he's, he's, he's just, one of those players like almost kind of like Josh Hart – where you know, like I was at Villanova for four years. He's been at Marquette for four years. Yeah. One of those players. So I think at least for the NBA, you've kind of seen this: the age of players kind of hurts their draft stock. Like two years off a player, they can play the same player, and just because the guys are like. Eh. This guy's
1: younger. Yeah, two it's just, more years. You get like, a couple more years out of him. Yeah. yeah. Which, but, but
0: then you, 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 it's, you, it's, it's a double edged sword because you want
1: the experience, and you don't want him to come ooh. in too early where he's not gonna be able to. He's just gonna be overwhelmed. Yeah. So. Well,
0: but also you'd rather have your hands on it and develop the kit. like look at Costa. Costa Compo. They're trying rather to have him be developing in your system than anyone else, it, right? Yeah. Look at what the. Look at what the. Blazers always do. Is that aside from Dame Willard, they pretty much play no one their rookie year, right? They just let you develop for a year, and then they play you a little bit your, uh, sophomore year. And it's not until your third year in the league that you start getting like Anthony Simons is a third year player. He's just now starting to get some more course minutes. Wow! They like, did. They there's did have. There's something he said
2: for staying in college. Let's take Obi Toppin for example. Like he's gotten substantially
0: better. you uh, Year um, uh, at Dayton, and obviously Anthony uh, Grant because. Uh, do, do you really think he wouldn't have gotten? Even better had you gone to the NBA. Yeah, okay. The reason I'm you stay not, in college I'm is to not, up your draft stock and get that guaranteed money in the first round. Possibly, but
2: I'm just saying, I mean, there's no harm in staying in college either. Obviously, the big top prospects go out because they can get the money because they come into, out of high school already projected to be a lottery pick. Right, and you, do,
1: you there's always that and threat of injury. You don't Yeah, want to get right,
2: it. and it's, it's the reason why people... Either, you know, sit out games, like we see that in football, you'll see these top recruits sit out bowl games, like Nick Bosa sat out of the bowl game for Ohio State because he was the best player in the draft. Yeah. Why risk injuring yourself when you have guaranteed money on the line? Prize. So, (laughs) but, you know, it's... it's, Money's a powerful
1: motivator. Do you you think Zion's coming back 2019-2020 season? Yes, yeah. I'm gonna say no. conservative.
0: the Pelicans just being conservative. You don't think he's coming back at all? I mean I hope he does.
1: I but just uh,
0: I, I'll be the I'll I, be the outlier. I have him on two different basketball fantasy leagues. I have, of all people really hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the Pelicans have the Pelicans and the NBA and T V um, broadcast companies have so much riding on him coming back. Like they gave him what, 35, 40?
1: 32 games.
2: Thirty two National televised games from like three last year. It might it might be twenty nine actually. And he hasn't played in any of them. Like we're yes. seeing some garbage games because they've actually it. started to move some. some games yeah, they they as moved well. a bunch of uh, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they took um, them off of national prime time. National televised time. games because they're just. I mean, <laughs> how as much, would much, as fuck much you fun as you to watch Eric Pascal run up the floor and score twenty five a game? It's not Steph Curry that didn't have four shots. Yeah,
1: it just doesn't quite
2: wow well, like uh, like Steph Curry do what a year to move into a brand new arena Mm. what a year
1: it's it's hilarious
2: uh, I wish After the past
1: couple years, it's kind of nice to see. Is, I'm not upset about yeah, it. Yeah, you're dumb. You suck, Warriors. Well, you know, we're going to start off this uh, this cast going back to our last cast, where we made some future predictions. So now we are in the future, boys. How's it feel?
0: I lost 60 cents. Oh, no. Who could have seen this happen? The two I bet. Uh, I don't even remember what the four games. I, I do. I got it. All right. He bet
1: on... Boston, to get the money line on the Nuggets at plus 160. Philly, to didn't cover this. The didn't
0: sp-
2: Boston blow them out, too?
0: No. Uh, or was that, that, that that's the Xbox game. Um, That was the, a game that Kemba got injured in the first quarter.
1: Uh, Philly, to cover against the Spurs at negative 7.5. They did. Uh, the Heat, to cover the Bulls at negative 4.5. They did. And the Hawks to get the money line against the Pistons at plus two ten. They did not. They did not. So
0: I, I got the two on. I had the two on the, on the spread. Did not get the two on the money line. So I lost that little bit of house money.
1: A little bit of house money. I had a bitch. But I also did not win. Um, I bet on the Rockets going four and one in their next five games, starting with the Clippers, Mavs, Heat, Hawks, and Spurs. They fortunately lost to the Clippers. Then they turned around and lost to the Mavs. Then they got their revenge win against the Heat, but then they went around and lost to, or sorry, then they beat the uh, the Hawks and lost to the Spurs, which we'll get to in a bit. But that one was that one was tough because that was an OT.
2: I lost mine. I said the Magic are going to go sub 500 over the next ten. They are currently five and four, so they got one more game left. So the best that they can do for me is to break even and go 500. But they will not be going below sub 500. 500. In the 10 game stretch. I am still all aboard this magic aren't good train. Someone's gonna catch do you. Do you want a bet? We already have a bet on, on it. Two sixty nine. We already have a dollar sixty nine <laughs> on this. Yeah. A bet. It's a little rich for my blood. No, in the
1: east, man, five hundred will get you places.
2: You're right. Hell, the way the bottom of the west is shaping a five hundred might get you somewhere in the west. Yeah. You never know this year.
1: Well, I guess that brings us to what picks did we make or what what future are we gonna predict now, guys? What's uh, uh, what's next for us?
0: Got twenty-five dollars.
2: The Magic are gonna go sub five hundred in their next 2nd <laughs> <second>. I'm <just> gonna <laughs> be doubling down until it happens.
0: Right, I've got twenty-five dollars out on tonight's games. Um, tonight, I bet that the Knicks will cover a nine and a half uh plus nine and a half point spread um real quick just look at tonight's game really um it doesn't tell me how that's the at this uh the knicks are uh, playing the, the blazers are playing yeah. the blazers tonight blazers. so I, I i said the knicks will lose by less than nine so cl- uh, it's plus what nine and a half yep plus nine and a half i took the heat at minus eight and a half heat are playing atlanta yep um I took the Nuggets on the money line. Wait, at plus wait, what was the uh, Heat Atlanta's uh, plus minus? Uh, minus eight and a half. Minus um, eight and a half. Okay. I took the Nuggets on the money line against at plus one seventy five versus the Sixers.
2: Game of the night.
0: Yeah. And I considering every other game is trash. And I took the Wizards at minus two against the Hornets. And then I also made a three bet parlay with that Wizards Nuggets and uh, Heat bet. So if I get all three of those, um, five dollars pays out forty five dollars So you're currently what minus sixty? On on bets on the podcast, yes. Okay, you're minus big sixty picture, cents. Big picture, I am up on the NBA this year. Right?
2: Okay, but just for the podcast, you're minus sixty. Yeah. Sixty cents. All okay. right, I'm gonna I'm going to keep track of your total. Uh, Losses over the course of the season (laughs) Because I don't think you're going In the positive this season (laughs) you want to make
0: it bad? (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay, so for me What am I going to predict? I predict That uh, Let me see who Where we stand in the NBA Right now NBA standings I'm going to predict right now in the East, it's the Bucs, Celtics, Heat, 76ers, Raptors, Pacers, Nets, Magic. That's the top eight teams as of uh, as of now. I'm going to say, I'm going to predict that the Suns are going to, you're going to like this. I think the Suns are going to go, plus, or they're going imp- to be above 500 in the next 10 games. Okay
0: like that. Especially in that uh, Baines' back. Uh, Baines, like, he really is probably the most pivotal player on that team. He anchored the defense. He, uh, especially with Aiden being out, he's very important. And Frank Kaminsky and, has been underperforming a little bit as a backup. Uh, Dario Sarge is playing very well. But I think once Baines gets back, assuming Booker uh, and Rubio both stay healthy, those three players on the team make a great team.
1: Now, without even looking at their schedule, let's see who they play. So I said they're going above 500 in the next 10 games. Suns are going above 500. They play the Grizzlies, the Spurs, the Trailblazers, the Clippers, Thunder, Rockets, Nuggets, Warriors, Kings.
2: You better hope they
1: beat. You better hope ah, they beat the okay. bad teams. I went. I okay. I went and made that prediction without looking at their schedule. So.
0: Kudos to me for getting lucky. <laughs> rock, 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 Rockets, Nuggets, uh, Clippers are obviously hard games. So the other seven are pretty winnable games. Yeah,
2: they they, they could do all right. <laughs> <sighs> I am going to say Bucks are on a 15 win streak right now. I'm going to say that is going to they're going to make it to 20, which would tie them for the fifth longest winning streak with themselves 1971 uh, Bucks with. One Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't really know who that guy is, uh, but apparently ooh, he was pretty ooh, good back ooh, in ooh, the day. So, oh, thanks, so they got three easy wins, and then they end with Dallas Lakers, ooh. which is pretty interesting. I'm gonna say the Bucks are gonna be
0: are gonna be like twenty easy game win streak. They play the Cavs. <laughs> Show some respect.
1: Pelicans, Grizzlies, Cavs, then. Mads,
0: they might be able to play the Cavs G League team and get yeah. a better game. Hey, if they if they make it through the Lakers, their next game's the Knicks too. So that's a 21 game win streak. I'm so, I'm saying they're gonna get to 20. It's uh,
2: They're gonna lose it all to the Knicks. <laughs> hey, you know what?
0: They lost once to the Suns last year. We all know how bad the Suns. Uh, first the last of all, year. they lost twice to the Suns last year. The Suns were the first team to beat them twice. Show some respect. <laughs> uh, that's true.
2: <laughs> right, that's my throw them off. as my future cast. Well, right. let's uh, as let's an that, unbiased Bucks fan, obviously. <laughs> obviously, put that out into the ether. I'm about as unbiased as Sanders about the Celtics. I am about Russell Woods. So,
1: moving on to the. New segment that we're gonna do. It's another one we have seen some pretty high scoring this season. Um, Shocker. James Harden, of course, has been putting up some serious numbers. Um, but what's really got us interested is that 50. 50 points. Uh, who can hit it? Uh, there's been a couple people who've hit it thus far this season. We've got to...
2: we've had we've had a couple. Pokemon ones you would obviously Harden. You would think of Lillard, Giannis, AD, Kyrie, and then D'Angelo Russell. I and mean, I guess when you're Oops. the only scorer on the Warriors, it it helps. But those are the six people who have scored 50 plus points in the NBA this season. So what we're going to do is we're going to predict who we think is going to be the next guy to score 50 points. And whenever it happens, it happens, and we'll redo it. So Sam, you said you uh, had I got one. I
1: think he's gonna you had a one couple. One. I think
2: one of us is going to say Luca. I'm not going to go. With I'm going to say Devin Booker. You're you're going to go Devin Booker. I know, because he's a son, but I took Devin Booker. So, D-Book, put up those buckets. So Mason thinks Devin Booker is going to be the next player to score 50 points. Sam? I'll take Bradley Beal. Son of a bitch. Now I've got to pick another one. (laughs) Fine, you know what? I'll take take Luca, then. Idiot.
1: Did you say you weren't going to pick Luca? I wasn't, but
2: then someone picked Bradley (laughs) Beal. So Um. I'm going to say... Of all, all of those three picks... really going to be Carmelo Anthony, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I would not be shocked if he actually drops it this year. Like, if he gets in one of his rhythms like he did, where he just all of a sudden hits, like, 23s a game.
0: Well, uh, I, I would I would be shocked if he scores 50 on less than 30 shots. <laughs> I, don't I, think I, I don't think he's ever done that. I, I, I can see him scoring 50 on, like... Forty shots
2: on Kobe level of shots. Right.
0: Jesus. Right. What? Well, uh, like when Kobe scored sixty-three points in his last game, but no one talks about the fact he did it in sixty shots. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shh. It was his last game. <sighs> Everyone was going crazy. We are currently watching the Washington Wizards uh, Charlotte Hornets game. Barn burner. Cause Cause it's, it's the, the only, only game on. <laughs> Dude, this is totally the game we were looking to watch. Don't don't even lie. Absolutely. But, uh,
0: yeah. So. And I'm out
2: here watching Ryu Hachimura. <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, All right. So, Luka, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. Obviously, when one of those pits. All right. Another, another stipulation. When – I guess you want to go if – let's let's say so – Do we reset every pot or we only reset when there's 50 We'll points? reset when there's a 50-point game. Do we want to – not allowed. Well, so let's say someone other than Luca, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker scored 50. Yeah. Do you think we're allowed to double down and say, okay, we still think it's the yeah, one those three? I, I, okay. I,
0: I say at that point we re pick, but one of the options is to keep going. Okay, so you can say whether you can So, you can, I, you can so at the point someone else does it, I could say, uh, I think it's going to be Bradley Beal, or I could double down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or I can yeah. pick someone else. All right. Okay. Could
2: you well, once him? once a person has gotten 50, you can't choose them again. I
0: like it. So,
2: uh we I, all kind of try to
1: do avoid some of the people who have gotten it already, just to be. Uh, do we can't? Should we? Are we allowed to pick those people? Of those six people? No. No,
2: you won't, okay. once they've gotten
0: 50, they're done. Because right, like otherwise, I'd just be picking James Harden. Yeah, because he's already got like <laughs> five this year. Dude, does he even score? <laughs> all right, uh, can we make a stipulation that James Harden 50 point games don't count? I mean, he's got 160 game this
2: year.
1: I don't know. I kind of like him being able to do that because it might give us a chance to double down a lot more. (laughs)
2: That's fair. Or, yeah, all right. That's fair. There's still a lot of players out there who probably going to be. Yeah, LeBron. And when
1: Kyrie Kyrie comes back, he's going to be... Kyrie's already already gotten Oh, shit. That's right.
0: Uh, Butler.
1: Uh, Tatt. yeah, Butler was actually kinda of close a couple
2: weeks ago, but mm-hmm. see if he can do it again. Um Osmond, Wait for that fifty bomb to drop here in about a week. When he plays the bucks. Oh, air <laughs> Stop. Seriously. Alright, next segment before Sam says anything more ridiculous about the Suns. Um
1: talking about this is dumpster fire of a team, the New York Knicks.
2: Who is their head coach? Uh, uh Mike Miller. Is the nice. stand-in well, head coach. He used coach. to play for, for the Cavs? Or? Really? That's what they said. Mike Miller. And I, just, I was like, is it? Is it the Mike Miller? Didn't he is die a drug
0: overdose two years
2: ago? Matt Miller. Sorry. That was this Sorry. year, by the way. Put some respect. No, it is not the Mike Miller. I don't think. It is not the one and only Mike Miller. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I don't think it... I,
2: Does anyone want his? So
0: here is the title of his Wikipedia page Mike Miller, parentheses, basketball, comma, born 1964.
2: Those are accurate.
0: (laughs) All facts. (laughs) All facts. Uh, Oh, he he went to East Texas State, graduated in uh, 1986. He's been coaching since 1989. Um. He an assistant for. All right, so he was an assistant at the Knicks starting in 2019. That was his first job in the NBA. Before that, he was with the Westchester Knicks, a G League team, and then the Austin Toros slash Spurs, a G League team as an assistant. UC Riverside uh, as an assistant. Eastern Illinois head coach, Kansas State assistant, Texas State uh, interim, or Texas State head coach, Texas State assistant, Sam Houston uh, State, Western Illinois.
1: So give a little background to this. Uh, anthology of Mike Miller's coaching career. Uh, no. Nah. David Fisdale was the, the head coach, but he was just fired on...
0: Uh, and apparently there's a lot of rumblings There was like a coup that like people were intentionally trying to make David Fisdale look bad, so that way he'd be the person to blame. But here's my question. And the is,
2: Knicks wonder why they can't get... Anybody go out on any level of that organization, whether it be GM, coach, players,
0: But also, if you're the, if you're the guy who's making the Knicks be bad, and you got them to blame Fisdale, and now Fisdale's fired, and the Knicks are still bad, what do you think's going to happen? Like, this, well, team, this team is not
2: going to get better with a coaching change. It, it's just not. You think a city change? <laughs> um... I don't think the city it's gotta be an ownership change. gave I mean, him it's it's no one wants this job. And so, you know, there's a, the the owner's like, oh we're gonna throw everything at uh Raptors GM Usan Majiri in the offseason, but it's kinda got a good thing going. Like there's why would you leave that? Why let, like money's and they're won- still competitive? they are still a very good team. And it's, it, we've seen, what is this, two big free two, three big free agent classes now where no one has signed there, and we got another one coming up in 2021. But nothing right now about the Knicks organization makes me think anybody big is going to want to sign there. So, so, From top down, it is not
0: a good franchise. I've got a Hall of Fame tweet right here about this very topic. Iron Chef Alex Cornishelli uh, tweeted out saying, I'm ignorant on this topic, so I'll ask a potentially stupid question. Why are the New York Knicks never good? And someone responded, in cooking show terms, they're always trying to make risotto and use the ice cream maker all in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. For those
1: of you who like to cook or watch cooking shows out there, it's, uh, that one's going to hit home for you. You're like, oh, they're just trying to do too much. Yeah, even when they try to do too little or just make little changes, know, it still
2: doesn't even think seem to work they have trying to do too little. Ah. We got to think like players don't want to go there because in coaches who wants who wants that coaching job right? Especially it's, it's, listen, especially if you come in there and then you're just gonna get every if it doesn't go well, despite the fact that the GM and the ownership has not made that roster anything competitive, you're gonna get blamed as the coach. Like at some point, like if I don't have a bunch of talent, I'm not gonna be able to win games against teams that have all stars on. Or how about
0: when they draft players and their fans boo?
2: Probably not a great sign. I who think it's wants just
0: to go to that team.
2: <laughs> yeah, nothing about the New York Knicks is like, oh, you know what?
1: They booed Christoph like Porzingis. It. They booed him. Right. He was their best player in
0: years. And they they booed and then they did it again to Frankie Smokes, who kinda deserved it because he kinda sucked. Yeah. But still, if you knowing nothing about or after booing Christoph Porzingis, then getting another uh French born player, and you're like, Oh hey, I've never heard of this guy Pretty before. Pretty sure they We're booed Kevin boo.
2: Knox too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they booed Kevin Knox. Is that and
2: just a, their thing? There's, there, there's a reason why Durant and Kyrie went to, to Brooklyn.
0: Brooklyn. They wanted
2: to stay in the New York it's market, but they just just a fan didn't. Of
0: those sweet jerseys they have with the Coogee sweater respect respected notorious B.I.G.? Because those are sick.
2: They are pretty, That's
1: probably the only reason they went there with the jerseys.
0: I don't know. I also really like that the are quartz grant.
1: I don't know if I really like it. Did it's you hear Richard,
0: what Richard Jefferson said it. a couple weekends ago? What?
2: And this was this was a little bit ago, but I've had it in my list of worth mentioning. I'll say Staten after talking about the Knicks. And Richard oh, Jefferson shit. said, I knew it was time to retire when the Knicks called me. And, and then the, and Knicks the Knicks came out and said, know, yeah.
1: "We never offered him a contract in twenty seventeen or eighteen season."
2: I don't care if they did or not. It's funny and it's true. It's like, amazing. all right, the Knicks want me. Uh, yeah, it's time to hang it up. LeBron, is there a spot on your roster? <laughs> I'll be a two way player. Oh god. But it's know, it's a dumpster uh, fire. Yeah. It's, so it's wait, wait, fire. we we kind of knew this was
1: coming though in the offseason, season. What was their strategy again? Power forwards.
2: That's all I mean, they lost out on every. I maybe they maybe they're. Maybe they're Apparently,
1: they didn't even offer Kawhi a job because they thought he wouldn't. They wouldn't get him.
2: Okay, so if if they knew, I think when they knew that they weren't going to get anybody, when it was you know all said and done, they were not going to get a free agency. Maybe they just took on a bunch of players so it's a tryout for two years from now. That's what maybe we that's setting, what they're yeah. doing. But still, then why would you take Taj Gibson? He's on the back half of his career. Cause our, our Randall, Thomas. Randall, I completely understand
0: because he can be a solid player. Uh, Randall, um, Portis, Portis, um, who the other Marcus, uh, Marcus Morris isn't is a bad time a yeah, those, are, those are all three. It's like, hey, we'll see which one of you's work if like, go. Oh, but Taj Gibson, man, it's he's has the back of his career. Them, maybe they want their
1: like locker room presence. Right? <laughs> is
2: that it? But it's like Wait, wait, Bobby Fortas isn't a good locker room presence? Oh, we'll talk to what's his name? Nikolai
1: Miritich? Yeah, Miritich. ask him. Um No, but that's we, honestly, no I don't think anybody really knows what they're doing. I don't even know if they know what they're doing. But like
2: what what do you do from here? What's the next step? You know, so, they're, they're playing RJ Barrett an absurd amount of minutes per game right now. It's like do you want your quote unquote like future all-star and an asset to get burned out and hurt the first season because you're playing 38 minutes a game. I feel like the only well, person who's playing more minutes than him is
0: Fred Van but you, But then you he got – He just got hurt, but he's, but he's better you, Then you got Staten Island plumber Larry who's sitting there. He's like, that low management's a West Coast thing. We tough here in New York. I can't do a New York accent. That was amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. I cannot do a New York accent. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the point still
0: stands. Load management can... It's it's there for a reason. I get that he's 19, but also, like, why? What are you gaining this season from playing him so, so much? Fans?
2: People come to see some points go on the board, and they hope that it's somebody that they know? Yeah, but people are buying tickets when LeBron or... You know, or Kawhi or Giannis come to town. Not when, oh man, I think RJ Barrett playing the horn is going to play forty minutes a game. He might score more than twenty five. They just maybe hope that he puts up buckets.
1: I I don't know what the thought process is. It's it's weird. What? Okay, so let's this, give them a game. Is worst one
2: franchise game. in the league? I don't think so. Let's give them oh, a game plan. They're not the worst one franchise in the league. Who is? That's, I, that's, I don't think there Bulls. is. Okay. Bulls aren't great. I mean, so, but, but so the Bulls, Bulls have decent young talent. They just aren't coached. Like you have Levine, you have uh, marketing, you have Wendell Carter Jr., you just, just drafted Kobe What Otto Porter Jr. is
0: not bad. They have. So I was hoping to pieces. jump this into a transition, which is you got this team that fired a coach way too quick you got another team who's somehow hanging on to a coach that his players fucking hate, and that's the Bulls. Bulls. Oh, Doyle is not uh, like boiling right, Boylan. Boylan. Boylan, Boylan sorry. Yeah. Boylan. Like, have you seen, like, the, uh, did you see that infamous, uh like, Gifford video, depending on how you saw it, where Boylan's, like, trying to fire everyone up at uh, timeout, and people are, and, like, everyone's looking away, and, like, you can just see as he's yelling, uh, Zach Levine just lets out an audible sigh. Just, uh, uh, I, I, I don't get, like, this team the, the, has players
2: to be a competitive team, but they're not. I, I know is not having a great season right now, but, like, and Otto and that Porter's hurt. But you have Levine and Otto Porter and Wendell Carter
0: Jr. and Kobe White and Lauren and We need to start watching all games on the Washington Wizards uh, stream, because it puts all the stats of the people on the team. gives you updated live odds of your gambling on this game. Oh, is, it, like is it that or is it my team's
2: on NBC Sports? Maybe that's just the yeah. service that they oh, Sam's about to become cool. a big Washington Dude, Oh my fan. god, he's like, predict the game.
1: Oh my god, will the Wizards score 20 plus points this quarter? Play for free. No.
0: Sam needs this for the Suns. Oh, right. God. I don't bet on Suns games for the same reason I don't bet on Browns games. Because I do bet on Suns games, but I don't on Washington. It's too risky. <laughs> you, I you, <laughs> you you can, like can't a, be a partial. Yeah, that's fair. But guys, how do
1: we fix the Knicks? Uh, new,
2: new ownership. uh yeah,
0: ownership. Ownership. Because no, it's one's worth no
2: more money than when they blowing play. it up wouldn't be enough.
0: Right, because <laughs> no one wants that coaching job. Yeah, and no matter how much talent you put there, you need a coach to make it work. Um, actually, you know who would be a great coach? But like, um, if you're, I know you're listening, buddy. So only take this job if you get five-year contract, guaranteed money, and they have to pay you. Um Tyloo.
2: Tyloo. I heard something up a lot. I heard something there is saying, um, Jason Kidd, and this was the this person's reasons reason why. He's good at developing talent and Giannis was really pissed when he got fired from the Bucks. So maybe he'll also go there to get Jason Kidd's there. But look what Mike was, oh. was done. Now that he's come in, I am not necessarily sad. I think that was a good decision we'll by, a the, uh, points, man. by the by the Bucks. So that was someone's reasoning, and it's like, but really, right? Like also, you honestly yeah, also, think Giannis is going to sign with the in the offseason is contract? With,
0: yeah, with with the Lakers. With the Lakers. He's the assistant coach. I keep forgetting that. Right? Yeah,
2: him and him and Tyloo are out there just assistant coaching. Uh, Tyloo's uh, not assistant no, coach. No, but oh, he great. is for the uh, the
0: Clippers. He is? Mm-hmm. he's yeah. on the Clippers. Uh, I didn't realize that. On the Clippers okay. coaching staff. Is it, so he's basically just a LeBron consultant.
1: No, I thought he was the Kings. No, I think was the
0: Clippers. Okay. Because Luke Walton's the Kings head coach right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, they've been. Hey, do better. you just think that Luke Walton's not a good coach? Because remember how much better the Kings were last year.
1: Uh, they also had a lot of... Well, Luke Walton got, Luke, Luke
0: year, Luke kind of got so much
2: favor for stepping in for Steve Kerr on an already amazing Warriors team and going undefeated,
0: which no, a pile of bricks
2: Baldwin. could have gone undefeated. That wasn't Luke Walton. He was the assistant coach for the Warriors. No, no, no. no. He was... Uh, he was. Yeah, Larry Drew. That was the year after Lou Walton left to the Lake to go to the Lakers. So they did it
1: twice where Steve yeah. Kerr left. Yeah, Steve Kerr's Larry Drew
2: was the one the who took him in the playoffs. Well, Walton uh, had him in the regular season the year before, before Walton went to the Lakers. And I'm sorry, that year a pile of bricks could want gone undefeated with the Warriors. I would go
0: gone to with the Warriors.
2: <laughs> just go out there and do your thing, guys. So you guys know what you need to do. Yo, just let me hey, know. If anyone
0: needs a high five, let me know. I'll call it
2: time I'm out if we can share a high five. Tap your head when you want subbed out and I'll put that guy in. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think Bob from uh, San Francisco is forty and overweight is up in the third up in the third uh tier and he says he can play. We'll put him in. <laughs> huh.
0: Oh, all guys. right, what do we got
2: next on the docket, Mason?
1: Well, uh, we're going into a little bit of the trade mill. Uh, what's going on trade-wise? So all Nothing. these shit-fucking teams, maybe they're going to be looking to trade off some of their players to get some picks or something. Uh, maybe like the Cavaliers who have some players to trade. Kevin Love. I'm I'm still not sold on it yet, but if the price
2: is right, get, get Kevin Love to a yeah. uh, championship. I, I feel like we, we've talked about Kevin Love every podcast, but... Recently has come out that the Cavs are actively listening to any trade offers. So I think we put out there, like, the Blazers would be a good spot, but the Cavs, the Blazers, good assets are the guard position, and the Cavs have guard, young guard. Much the same deal with to the Hawks.
1: But yeah. the Hawks is a little bit interesting because there was a, a an incident in the locker room where Trey Young was very emotional and got very charged, uh, and... There was a, uh, one of the members, higher up members in the Hawks organization, who talked to Trey and said, "Hey, we are going to get you help." I don't know who, what, who they're going to get to help them, but that that leads me to believe that they're going to try to do some trades or
2: um, maybe I don't necessarily. Well, I mean, know they, they need, th- they need, like they need John Collins back too. Like that's that's a big he's piece of that. Offense. Yeah, that is a big piece of that offense. I think he's maybe four Especially or five. in
0: the pick and roll. Yeah. Um, so um. So I, as much as I want Kevin Love to be traded, because I want us, he just does He's a great player. I love him. He doesn't fit the Cavs timeline. And I want to get assets for it. To any potential GM out there who's listening and who's thinking about trading for Kevin Love, don't trade for Daniel Gallinari instead. Yeah. Younger,
2: all
1: of okay. So OKC, OKC has come out and said that Gallinari, Chris Paul,
0: and Stephen Adams are available for trade. Right. And Danilo Gallinari is pretty much as good of a shooter. Decent. He's better. younger. Younger. Cheaper. Cheaper. They're about the same oh, on defense, which is not very good. Cheaper. Cheaper. Not the a big long, one, not, not $30 million a year. year. Right, he's, yeah. only like, he's only like $24 million a year. But uh, Gallinari, he's probably a better pick. So,
1: OKC's doing all right. They're, they're like 10 and 12 right now, or 10 and 10,
2: 13. They are they are eleven and twelve and currently the seventh seed in the playoffs.
1: In the playoffs, man, oh, look at yeah, that! Know, like a week ago, so they, they were the like
2: time. second to last. That's everyone. Everyone is so close, and you know, ever with exception to like the Lakers up at the top, and maybe the Clippers. Everyone's a five-game losing streak away from out of the playoffs at this point, just because it's that early in the season. So yeah, it's hard to put much merit in where teams are going to end up, with the exception of like the Lakers and the Bucks, who just have five-game leads over – three, four, five-game leads over people. Because, you know, they're probably going to be the playoffs. But, as you said, it's this is, what, the longest drought of a trade in NBA history? Yeah, since nothing's happened that since the, the Russell Westbrook trade?
0: Since the 2000s. Or since before the 2000s. Yeah. So, um.
2: I wouldn't say teams are – some teams are just content with where they're at. I don't They know. want to
1: see what they – there was – well, this has been one of the most active off seasons as well. Yeah, so I'm trying to
0: understand what af- everyone else
1: is. Exactly. They're trying to figure things out and give it time, you know. Uh, in the past, you know, some teams have made some aggressive trades and then let their stuff figure out, but these other teams are going ahead and like making trades then so that offsets but now everybody's made trades. Teams are so different. These are, this is the most different a team has been in since the merger of ABA and NBA. So now Everyone's trying to figure things out. What do we really have here? What's going to work? What's not going to work? So we're about twenty-three games into it. Twenty-two games. Uh, yeah, twenty
2: twenty-four. We're almost coming up on that on that quarter of the season. We're we're Technically,
0: past it. Past the like quarter a of the game season or two. The uh, Heat or looking for the sure
1: Iggy Iggy is a big one for what the do you for make the trade, Grizzlies. Uh, Great trade piece that they Draft
0: pick, maybe. Draft, they've got draft, they've got OKCs. Draft pick and then make Dion. Uh, probably. Draft pick and
2: Dion Waiters. Deion Waiters pick, back pick. back to Dion Waiters, going uh,
0: Memphis. Right. Let's see, the Grizzlies. Uh, I mean, I think
2: once we get to that trade deadline, you know, there'll be some trades as there always are. I think one of the big trade pieces Woo! was Bradley Beal. He signed that extension, so now he's off the table. He can't be traded. Right. This season. That was one of the smartest things so, i ever did. So, so, I, I think coming into the season, you thought him and Kevin Love were probably the two biggest in-season trade, trade assets that, pe- that people were going to be looking at. And then Beal signs that two-year contract, and that takes away one and probably the more attractive trade, trade piece, too.
1: So the Grizzlies have quite a bit going on. Um, they've got a first-round pick for the 2020 draft from Utah— They've got a second-round draft pick from Phoenix. Um, they are giving away uh, their 2020 first-round pick to Boston. God, what is does They 20... always have 20 first-round picks? Their 2020 second-round draft pick to Chicago or Washington, depending on some... some uh... There's
0: good things
1: in Exactly. And then 2020 second-round draft pick to Houston. So, outgoing three and coming two. But then they also have Iguodala, where they're probably going to pull in another first round. I would... I would think they're going to
0: try to get a first rounder for him. I if don't, not, they'll get a first rounder for me. Uh, they might get a late first rounder, like from a team that's clearly in playoff push. It's always going to be. I, I think that's all it could be is they're going to get a first rounder from
1: somebody who's got like a low tier first round pick. Right. But I first first rounder, first rounder, man. You're going to do all right. Um, so the Grizzlies are in a great spot. Trade-wise, Miami Heat is looking to get somebody
2: as far as maybe a point guard. Um, Kend- I mean, Kendrick Nunn's played really well. Um, this start, obviously an undrafted rookie. Uh, is he your franchise answer? I don't know. Especially with, with, with this Jimmy Butler being not like late in his that, career but more towards the back end or, than the front end. You know, you're probably looking for someone if they really want to make a run at this
0: and What about Dennis Schroeder? You got Shea Gilders and Chris Paul on the Thunder. Yeah
2: so
1: and he, he comes at the red right price. Chris Paul's Chris Paul's not going anywhere. Well, I'd love to see made, I'd
2: love to see Chris like, Paul on the Timberwolves.
1: I think
2: Tim Rules would, would love any of the point guards out there. That's true. Yeah. Not that Jeff Teague's not great, but he's not like starting, gonna
0: push you into the NBA finals level. No. You know? So, I think they still have their heart set on d You
2: think you think once Curry and Thompson come back that they're gonna be able to make a trade? Oh, yeah,
0: I think they can make a trade tomorrow if they're willing to go come Covington. I don't think d is worth Covington, especially now that he's straight up. Uh, no, because you gotta get more salary filler and they probably won't picks too.
2: Covington's also. With him and Cat right now, they're only two good yeah. shooters from outside. And right. Once you lose one, and it's only like look at the Sixers. I mean, is D-Lo, a good
0: shooter, so uh, you true. Be getting it back true. It. You would.
2: You would. But it's. I mean, Robert Covington can play almost every. Can defend almost every position. Right. K- at least, especially one through four or five, depending on the five. Right. Ro- Ro- like Robert, he's
0: such an asset. Robert Covington is one of those rare NBA players that fits on thirty teams. Yeah. Right. There's not a single. Him. There's not a play single Bradley deal. deal uh uh Danny Green Iguodala, JJ Redick uh, Besides I your other do You're not you're non all stars do you, think, do you think that JJ Redick uh could get traded for the deadline cuz I mean why not he's on a great team friendly deal He's a great player but he doesn't fit the Pelicans timeline right
2: Yeah I think the Pelicans are not making the playoffs like straight up I need a, to get, I need to make the playoffs <laughs> I need to keep a streak what is it it's hand uh I forget who the other person was who's never missed the playoffs. Oh, um, the dude uh, who
0: the there's one dude who's uh, Patrick, Patrick McCaw. Patrick McCaw has been in the year three. I've uh, been only three years. as three championships. I'm thinking like extension, extended <laughs> amounts.
2: Of, of like I forget it was one of my worth mentioning. Cause then it was it was JJ Radigan. so I, was, I knew the other guy was in a much better position to keep that streak alive than JJ. Was. I think it's somebody on the Bucks, maybe. Nah. I forget who it is, but I think the Pelicans can make multiple moves. Oh. They have a lot of young have assets. No, no. Have missed the playoffs. he missed playoffs. the playoffs before, yeah, because he was with the Bulls one season. He was with the Lakers for a while. Yeah, the bad Lakers. <laughs> right. Um, You know, I, I could see them possibly moving off Derek Favors when Zion comes back if Jackson Hayes yeah. continues to develop, because you'll get something for Derek Favors. Like, yeah, there's teams that could use... The, the I mean the Celtics would probably love to have Derek Favors set a little more depth because they're not they're barely playing Cantor now. And that Derek Favors there, he gives you that defense, but he's still capable on offense.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't see Ennis Cantor in this league in the next two years. Next year I think might be his last year if he gets um, traded.
0: I, I think I I see him being in the league. I think and we'll keep on talking about him as starting while I see him off the bench starting. But yeah, I bet he can still make three or four million a year. Yeah. We'll see. I think he's going to try
1: to go. Well, yeah, he's not going to try to go overseas. That's clear. Right. So he can't leave the United States. He's really going to kind of take whatever he can get. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Oh. All right, Mason. We'll that uh, brings us. So that was our trade rumor trade mill. We'll see how things progress. Um, Moving on to, it's like we said before, about quarter of the way through the season, a little bit past, we're going to try to give our quarter of the year predictions for individual awards. MVP, M- most improved player, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, sixth man. Uh, and we can do coaching.
2: We can do co- we co- can co- I think coaching. I mean, it might be a little team. early for coach, but yeah. it, you know, it's a little too early for everything.
1: Yeah,
2: Start off with the big one. Well, MVP candidacy? You want to do what the... Three finalists and who we think is gonna win it. Although I think the three finalists are kind of obvious. At least two of them are.
1: I'm I'm just gonna say who I think is gonna get it, yeah. and then we can we can go from there. I think it's gonna be Giannis again.
2: I First think, repeat since LeBron Curry. Okay, oh, yeah, that's right. Curry back to back.
1: Um, I think Giannis is gonna be put. I think the Bucks are having a great year. Uh, you really can't detract anything from them other than the fact that he won it last year so the, the the voter fatigue is going to be one of his only the only thing that hurts him yep. and there's just a couple other things for the other candidates out there who I think maybe hurt him more than they've already he's already done yeah. before so that's think, just kind of my think, my thoughts on it right now.
2: I think Giannis is a candidate I think James Harden is a candidate again because of just the numbers he's putting up again his obviously voter fatigue, and the fact that just everyone hates the Rockets. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> they, they hate his uh, style of play. I let's would. be honest,
2: and I, there's a lot of chatter around Luka for MVP that I've heard. Now, I, I mean... It's, I, think it's gonna be I think it's LeBron. I hope it's LeBron. 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 I, I mean, LeBron, you can't really go wrong. Here's guess, what, here's you, think, you, think you think LeBron has an edge over Anthony Davis right now right. off that team. AD Absolutely. gets the DPOY, LeBron gets the
1: MVP, but because you have both those people on that team, that hurts LeBron's chance.
2: It's it's the reason why you know Curry and Durant neither of them won the MVP when they were together. Right. Because just when someone else is putting up, but it is possible because they interest, interest too. Look at the two thousand ten,
1: two thousand nine Miami uh, LeBron. He had it's Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh on his team. True. But you also look at like just the the rest of the, the league, in
2: league in general like people weren't in the primes yet. Derrick Rose had just gotten started to get good. And the he, Spurs played such a team basketball, and so did the Mavericks that year. In terms of the other teams they faced, the and and that. the and the Thunder with Durant and Westbrook, there wasn't really like another guy.
1: LeBron kind of stole it from Kobe, but you know it was like, well, Kobe's this, Kobe's that. It was already played out. Everyone had already seen that, so it wasn't quite as a wow factor. Yeah. LeBron was on his own, so it's. I think, again, think it's going to be Giannis. I hope it's Braun, but that's where we're at. Um, defensive player of the year goes into I'm going to Anthony Davis just on
2: the, on the An- numbers An- alone. Anthony Davis is playing really well defensively. Giannis always plays Giannis. well defensively. You can't, you can never
0: exclude Rudy Gobert. Which, Rudy Gobert is uh, number 12 in defensive rating this year. Giannis is 1, Davis is 4, and Numbers 2 and 3 are McGee and Lopez, who aren't... They're good. not. Gonna. Yeah. Um... I am going to go a little off the wall on this one. Actually... You can't
1: say Carlton, the t- say Carlton D.T.? You're going to say and D.T.? No, it's good. Because we
0: just talked he's about gonna why be. it's not good. He's going to say Aaron Baines. No. Fuck you. I think I have to say Giannis. So... Yamas or Anthony Davis, um, I think whichever one of them is not in the MVP discussion is going to end up being DPOY. Or if they're both in discussion, everyone doesn't get it. It's going to be DPOY. I think that's pretty much the clear, too. Which, don't get me wrong, they're both doing great, but their stats are a little inflated by the front court they're in, right? Like, when you get to spend all your minutes next to Javale McGee and Blake Howard, who are on that team to protect the rim. Yeah. You get, a, you, get a, you get a lot of glory blocks, you know? Right. It's it's the equivalent
1: of, you know, Steph Curry getting all those open threes because everybody else has open threes and everybody else, like Draymond Green. It's just good players next to good players make your stats go crazy. Yeah. Or your efficiency go crazy. Um,
2: yep. So who, a lot easier you get assists when you have knockdown shooters around who, you? Who did you think is Defensive Player of the Year? Probably... I, I, it's Anthony Davis or Giannis, you know. So no, I'm it's, saying Giannis.
1: We're all in between Giannis and AD. I think AD is going to get the edge on it, um, just because I think he has a little bit more hype around him right now. But I mean, he's same not, same and he's in. AD is currently not really in the MVP conversation. It, exactly. So, so like Sam said, if he's not in the MVP, they're going to give him something. That's, yeah. yeah that's probably how it might go. Um, moving on to the Rookie of the Year, what's
2: gonna it's happen job. I, there? John, I John oh I mean, uh, speaking of wisdom, R- Rui Hachimura is playing really well. I think he's player than, and, playing better than people expected him to be playing, but Ja is just playing at such a higher, a much higher level than any other rookie is right now. Kendrick Nunn's having some pretty...
1: He had a great start. Nice. His efficiency's fallen off a little bit, which is why he's not talked about as much, but...
0: He's a good rookie, and he's going to have a great NBA career, but he's just clearly not at the level of ja.
1: Yeah, I, he's, he's not in the position of Ja, where it's true. his team to... True.
2: To take, um, but he was he also wasn't drafted to be that guy. Right, exactly. He was. He wasn't drafted. Period. So you know. So
1: I think it's going to be more uh, like his I whole career stra- has been an uphill battle for him to get that. Uh, but I think he'd finish in the top three voting, It'd be Kendrick Nunn, John Morant, and uh, I don't know.
2: We still know what Zion's going to look like when he comes. Ex- back. Exactly, and that's the question. Like uh, I'm saying, like, he's not uh, At back. what point? would Zion have to come back to even be in that conversation? I think it's got to gotta be more than half the season. At least. And, well, and then he has to be up. special.
0: Right.
2: Because John Morant's still going to do his thing. But, like, he would have to be big time to, be, to come back. He'd, in he'd have to be, like, 2,000-shack, man. I don't, I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I, think, I think right now it's, uh, it's John Morant.
1: You could also make an oh, argument guys, for... Guys, guys, uh, guys, guys. Yeah. Have we ruled out Ben Simmons yet? It's true. If it's not Ben Simmons, that's who we're talking about. We're, okay. okay,
0: everybody thinks it's Ben Simmons. Pretty sure it's going to be Ben Simmons again, guys. Uh. <laughs> Alright.
1: So, going on to six man of the year. Six man. Who's been pulling up those benches? hard to tell right now because we're not really looking in deep. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's I I'm still pulling out.
2: Always, uh, like, always. I think it's Harrell. You think Harrell's going to get it this yeah. It's someone on the Clippers. <laughs>
0: Isn't Harold starting? Oh, no. No,
2: no, Zubac is. Zubac is. I, this, no, the re the reason why I think they have Zubac starting is because having Harold and Luke Will Williams come off the bench, they play so well together. Yeah. I mean, Luke Williams could be a starter, theor- like the way he plays. But to have him and Harold be that one two punch off the bench is so it's hard for bench both those though. players should have been a starter last year because they were so good off the bench and the Clippers were formidable up front. So last, starting
0: from. last year, the uh, top three, um, the top three most common uh, assists to uh, Alley combinations. Number one, Harden to Capella. Number two, Westbrook to Adams. Number three, Williams to Harrow. Um, I, I would have said... I, they're, do, they're, they're doing only like 22, 24 minutes tonight. Yeah, Number three oldies. Yeah, I,
2: I would have said Dinwiddie, but he's starting now because Kyrie and Karis are her. He's playing really well. I would but...
0: Is vain, but he's starting now. <laughs> Shut up. <Yeah. laughs> oh my god. I, I mean I think it's it's. Uh, what about Kelly
2: He's not starting. I thought he was. He's
0: not at least starting.
2: I, I thought he was starting at the three. Who would start over him? Oh, the
0: tail Bridges.
1: Kale Bridges. I would. I. I no freaking way. What? Yeah.
0: Kelly Oubre was yeah. not starting at least at one point in the season.
2: Well, they might. They might have been trying. But, but there's been a lot of lot of roster movement in terms of position on the on the Suns because of the eight and suspension and the Baines injury oh. and the Rubio injury. Um, so I don't think they've really found their set lineup yet because there's been so much fluctuation with that with who's healthy on that team.
1: Off the bench, six men. Jordan Clarkson. Pretty good. He's on a ship team, so it's hard to say he's great. But you know, for, for what he is and where he's at, I think he's he's up there.
0: All right, they've got they've got Uber starting right now. Lou uh, Will, I, I, think I think it's hard to not give it Montrezl Harrell.
1: Those those are our three people we think, we kind of think are you know, six right. man contenders. Um, this one's going to be a little bit interesting. MIP Most Improved
0: Player. Malcolm
2: Um, Brogdon. Pascal Siakam? Pascal Pascal (laughs)
0: Scott. I mean, but they they won't give it to you back to back, right? So I'm saying Malcolm Brogdon.
1: what's what's saying they won't give it to you back to back? The media. Um, Giannis had won it, and he said, I want to win. I want to win it again. They said, You can't win it again. You have to win MVP.
2: He's like, What?
0: I mean, points. I don't know, like, Siakam right now... Bam Abadai, uh, Bam Abad... Uh, a bio, thank you. Bam bio. I think it's making a real good case for it. He's having a fantastic year. Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet. As much that as I like, don't was. like him, yeah. he's playing
2: really well That's right now, especially well. with having Kyle Lowry be in and out. So Alexander's also been putting up some he's series. He's been playing, playing well.
1: Terry Rozier, too. <laughs>
0: Well,
2: I hope you're kidding. No, oh, Terry Rodgers actually, like, lighted it up. The oh, because the last I've heard is that Devontae Graham's about to take his starting position. That's, that's what I've right.
1: yeah, heard. That's kind of what I've heard as well.
2: Devontae Graham. What about him?
1: Terry Rodgers only about the four Grand. right now. Oh, there Did he, he is. Him right? Yeah, he just Number got three. I didn't
2: see. bullied by Bradley by Beal.
0: Yeah. Um, he ran into a so it's great. Don't make it sound like it. Um, Uh... So my, I'm actually, I'm saying either Malcolm Brogdon or Bam Adebayo. I,
2: I, think, I think part of Malcolm Brogdon, I think this plays into your most improved player, is opportunity. <laughs> Brogdon's getting a lot more opportunity in Indiana because there's no Giannis, because
0: Oladipo is out. Yeah. And he's he's making the most of it. He's playing really well. Also, um, with so much movement this offseason, uh, I'm, I'm almost leaning leading Adebayo because um, he's on the same team. So it's it makes your improvement a lot more evident, right? Yeah. People shift teams and then uh, have great jumps and stats. Sure, it's an improvement, but it's also a system change, right? And so I think when you're looking at most improved, being on the same team you were last year, was a little bit. That's fair.
1: Um, it's hard to look past those, the big team
2: players that we just said, but... Trey Young? Maybe yeah, a little I mean, bit? It's, I, little, it's
1: to like really hard like to give it to a sophomore. sophomore. Yeah, rookie to sophomore, most
0: improved is. I'm not gonna say. It's I'm expected. Enough, but it's right. you're spo- that's when you're supposed to be improving like that. And anyways, if we're gonna give it to a sophomore, two people will go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the only two teams who are not unhappy, I would say, about their draft pick is probably are is Atlanta and in Dallas. That's fair. The trades. Seemingly worked out. Obviously Luca maybe a little bit more of a a little bit more than Trey Young, but
0: the Hawks also gonna try so. But I was gonna say everyone keeps on comparing Trey Young to Luca. But it's actually Trey Young, Young and Cam Reddish to Luca. And Cam Reddish so far has been a little bit disappointing, but he's got plenty of time and I won't give up. He's time. got
2: plenty of time and he fits the
0: three and D right. player and right. and so, and so if Cam Reddish turns into, I don't even want to jump to like a Danny Green type, but if uh, Cam Reddish turns into like a who's an average team forget, Thompson's good, I don't.
2: I, I think you I think we're looking at maybe the range. Obviously, obviously we're not thinking like Bradley Beal, Clay Thompson level, but like you know, I don't think it's that outlandish to say a Robert Covington, a Danny Green yeah. level of player. Right, and
0: so like if you can get,
2: I think that that's your global, expectation, you that and your hope is that hope is actually
0: for Luka Doncic. I'd say that's a pretty fair trade either way. Yeah, yeah. really, it's building your whole team, not just individual players. Also, we live we live in a time where sports reporting always likes to talk about winners of trades. It's completely possible that whole team can benefit. No one ever talks about that. Yeah, that's fair. Like,
1: who won this?
0: Only right. both kind of did. Right, it's yeah.
1: Um this kind of brings us into um, a real Well, Dick of the Week. This kind of circles back. We already talked a little bit about this uh, last week. Um, just week to week, from cast to cast, we're going to zero in on who we think is just a dick. You want to do,
0: your, you want to do yours first, because yours leads to mine? My Dick of the Week
1: is the NBA referees of the Houston Rockets-San Antonio Spurs game for... When James Harden hit a dunk a dunk, why mind you. Miss, you, you miss a dunk? They didn't they counted it as a no basket. Did not I mean, that does they, not count.
2: They call it offensive basket interference, I think was their official call. Air quotations around that. Yeah.
1: And it when the Rockets complained about it, they said it was non reviewable. Because too much time had passed. Yeah, takes, oh, it's, you it's, you so got, apparently there's like
2: the first 30 a first apparently I don't and I've heard it's an unwritten rule that it's the first thirty seconds. I'm not sure like if that's actually written in paper where you have thirty seconds to decide whether or not you're gonna challenge or not. Because in football it's kinda like whenever you get that flag out is before that, the next play. Is that thirty seconds from when the yeah, they call a timeout? They called a timeout, it, called a
1: timeout seconds, right after
0: is that. Is it thirty seconds game time? Is, is it, where, 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 Yeah,
2: no, they, they called a timeout
1: after that. Right. There was and, no play almost I'm not going to say immediately but very soon after the game they released their little 2 minute statement or whatever that says yeah nope that was a basket and everyone else was like no shit right and then the rockets they were well, oh,
0: seemingly yeah. to get completely completely out of, out of tune here but so uh, that leaves me to my dick of the week which is the Houston Rockets who protested for their rebuttal yeah they protested the result of the game and demanded that the NBA Either A, overturn the result, so basically saying that uh, we beat the San Antonio Spurs, or B, replay the last 7 minutes and 50 seconds of regulation of this game. This game that went to double overtime, because uh, at the time they made this basket with 7 minutes and 50 seconds left, they were up 22, and they proceeded to to blow a 22-point lead. Uh, So, listen... If any other team in the league, if any other team in the league did this, I'd like laugh and be like, "Ah, yeah, good for them." But it's the fucking Rockets. They're it's the doing Rock-
2: this shit all the time. It's the what if Chris Paul got hurt? What if all these calls are made? What if this?
0: What if right. that? What if what? that? Like, stop making excuses out there and, and
2: don't miss twenty straight threes
0: against the right. Warriors in Game Seven. But and like they're always and like in every interview they're talking about how they're getting dicked over by the refs. You know who feels like they get dicked over by the refs? Everyone who gets a phantom foul call against uh, James, James Harden, Harden. honestly, <laughs> and there's the guy
1: at the at the wreck or at the why who are just like always trying to put up buckets, and then as soon as you make a good play or you steal the ball from them, it's a foul. Right. It's like that's
0: that's, that's fucking James shit. Harden. In, that's all, shit. in all seriousness, I was thinking about this in the car the other day. The Rockets, if if the if the uh, there's an NBA team or if NBA teams were people. The Rockets are that guy when you were younger at the sleepover. Who after midnight, she's like, "All right, I'll see you in the morning." He's like, "Don't you mean today?" It's after midnight. It's today now. See, I'm technically right. Ha-ha. Well, that's, technically, that's the <laughs> that, well, technically you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I,
2: you know, dicks dicks of the week all around. Who's right. your dick of the week, Nathan? I, I'm just gonna harp on your guys. and like, the Rockets, say they would have won in regulation, but as Sam said. You had a 20 plus point lead. It is not the ref's fault that Lonnie Walker came in and torched your ass in the fourth quarter and overtime. It's not your fault that you blew a 20 point lead and lost in overtime. Now, if that call would have been made in like the final two minutes in a close game, then I think maybe we have a different conversation. But it was less than halfway through the fourth quarter, you had a massive lead. That should not have mattered. You guys got rattled by that not counting and let the Spurs come right back, and they took advantage of that momentum swing. That is not on the refs. That is on you guys
0: for blowing a 20-point lead. Also, for anyone who's a fan of B-Ball Breakdown, which a uh, podcast favorite YouTube channel, uh, Coach Nick over at B-Ball Breakdown does a really interesting video where he breaks down... Um. uh Like at least four other times where the calls where the refs got a call wrong in favor of the Raptors, saying you can't just go back first, on, or, or the no, in favor of the Rockets, saying you can't just say because of this call we lost the game because you're gonna iron out every call, right? Like that's just part of basketball, right? The refs. It's a, yeah. it's a human game and perfect things things happen. It's um. It sucks. It's a plainly obvious thing, but you're not the first person to get fucked by a call, right? Yeah. And like also. It's it's not it's not like you're the New Orleans Saints getting a blatant pass interference on the game-winning drive of the Super Bowl. This was a so reg-
1: circumstances matter. This was a regular yes, circumstance game
0: in November with a twenty-two point lead and seven and a half minutes to play. But it does
1: like it, it makes me wonder, what's the point of a coach's challenge at this for this exact reason?
0: Oh, uh, so coach's challenge. There's been a couple overturns. I. If, if we're going to say it has to be within the first 30 seconds, put that in a rule. I don't like the whole unwritten rule thing. I but.
1: If you're going to even call a timeout. There was just – it seems like it's so freaking simple to be like, okay, look at the tape, see what happened, here we are, move forward. Right. Why is that so difficult? Right. Why is that so difficult? Everybody in the world is saying, look at the fucking tape,
0: and they're like, we can't look at the tape. We can't do it. it, it, it this is, this Why can't we
2: use a little common sense? This,
0: this is a problem I run into much more often watching football games than basketball games. But what the fuck is an unreviewable call? I'm sorry, it's not reviewable. Why? Yeah. Because it's... It, so. it, it, it sure as shit reviewable. I'm sitting here watching it in slow-mo, Don't you don't, got that wrong. Don't tell I me. just reviewed it for you.
1: Don't tell me <laughs> it's to keep the game moving. Right. The game's going to move a lot faster and a lot smoother if you take the fucking second to look at this freaking call everyone is saying to look at.
0: Right. And I understand. It, One thing leads to another. My, 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 it's, it's just the refs union fighting back. Oh, right? Because, listen, if you're going to review everything, refs don't matter, Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you're going to review everything you can write AI to do it for you that's fair yeah, no- and, hey here, here's a hot hot take that uh, it's going to take many many years get But put it out there in the universe first before I die sports will not be wrecked by human beings they will be wrecked by AI
2: I don't know how that will make me feel. It's like,
0: well,
1: back in the good old days, it was just human. humans. I don't know. Shots. When I
2: go to a Dayton basketball game, I want to be able to yell at the refs. And if I, can, if I can't yell at that the refs, so then what's the point, point of going? Yeah. yeah. That is Fun true. Fun fact, I'm going to the uh, Dayton, Colorado game in Chicago. Hell fucking it's yeah. It's yeah. a ranked matchup.
0: Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right.
2: Look for, look for us behind the basket. We're getting nosebleed season just walking down. We'll be berating the refs. Uh So I texted my couple of buddies who live in Chicago and they said, Yeah, I'm going. And like a bunch of other people ended up, or ended up going anyway and I'm going to be there. That's What are you going to do? We always go up right before Christmas. Okay. So I'm just right, going right. to end up, uh, I'll be at the Dayton, Colorado game. So.
0: Fuck
2: yeah. Can't wait to cheer on uh, number 14 overall draft pick Obi Toppin. Hell yeah. Oh, number
0: 14 in the nation, or er, Dayton basketball. <laughs>
1: Um, going into our next segment, underrated jerseys. Whose jersey would you buy this week? Jersey. Mm. John Morant. Dude, <laughs> you already have his jersey. You can't buy it again. I'll, I'll start things off. I'm going to go Ben McLemore of Houston Rockets because –
2: is that I what res- team he's on now?
1: Yes. I, I just lose track. Him I, and
2: Garrett Temple, it's like a new team every two months.
1: I respect his uh, his ability to to own the moment, and when you, the ball is passed to you, do your thing. Because
0: so, so when, when you're on a team with James Harden, you're not getting the ball much. Ben, ben McLemore has the highest plus-minus of anyone on the uh, Rockets, and here's my here's my theory as to why. I'll tell you why, but I listen to this. Here right. Uh, ben Macklemore is never on the you never have the three guards on the floor. So he's always on the floor with either James Harden or Russell Westbrook, but never both. And as we've discussed, when it's just James Harden, the team works. When it's just Russell Westbrook, the team works, the two of them clash a little bit. So he just continues to be in those high performing lineups. He's like, all
1: right, let's do this. Who am I getting the ball from today? Is it going to be Russ or James? Right. Regardless, when he's on the court, that pick, pick means the I'll other one-step numbers up. Those two aren't there together. Talking D and three players, man. That's what he is.
0: Um, all right. Uh, so mine is both a combination of I like the player, and also I always like to pick out what I think is a sick jersey. Um, so I don't even know if they're still they're still wearing them. You know those like highlighter green. Uh, they Minnesota wore Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah yeah.
2: They just wore them against the Lakers I think. The, yeah. the Seattle Seahawk type jerseys right. of the NBA yeah.
0: So I think those are sick jerseys, which means I gotta find a uh, Timberwolves player I like, and I'm gonna take Robert Covington. That's right? solid. Big he's just solid. he's just a sturdy player. He's great. Plus, you know, I just I just like jerseys that make your eye hurt. <laughs>
1: Nathan, do you have a non-DN3 player? <laughs> a non-what? Non-DN3 player, because we both picked DN3 oh, players. Oh, man. I'm
2: just trying to go through the uh, the rosters here, looking at... Uh...
1: Well, that brings us into worth mentioning.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: i got a worth mentioning. Yeah, I' what do My worth mentioning is, of the highest-scored games this year...
2: Oh, shit. Where is it? So the Wizards are like part of 90% of them? Because I could see that. The Wizards have
1: put up a lot of big numbers. Uh, no, have the, the Wizards played Here the Rockets yet? The 10 highest
0: scoring. Is that game's going to score over 300 points. The, no, it's the... Yeah, they did, and it was close. It was close? I think it might have broken 300. It was like 156, 149. They did it very early in the season. I watched it. It was crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. The 10 highest scoring performances in 2019. Um, you might be surprised if. To, to hear this, but of those 10, four, eight of them are James Harden.
2: 61, 61,
1: 60, those three are James Harden. 60 points for Dame Lillard, 59 for Devin Booker, then... This season? This season. 59, 58, 58, 57, 57, all for James Harden.
2: Wait, Devin Booker sent a 58-point game? Oh, shit, he did. He had a 59-point game. Wasn't on the list. All right.
1: Oh shit! I gotta pick somebody else. In that
2: case, you gotta pick someone else because I it might it wasn't on the list online. So Devin Booker's had a sixty.
1: Oh, well, maybe maybe it was last season though. No, it had to be this season. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he did. He put up fifty nine. Uh, all right, quick off the draw edit of who I'm gonna say has a fifty point game.
0: Wait, you gotta make sure you match the tone of what you said earlier. So you can splice it in. Try to think back. No, two I two years ago. <laughs> I Who could, do, well, I just, just
1: keep it as is. Russell Westbrook.
0: Westbrook. Interesting. Alright.
2: Westbrook it is.
1: Uh, worth mentioning: Lonzo Ball Balls agreed to become the face
0: of Nerf. I love that. That's fun. <laughs> That's so cool. fun. Nerf Big Ball Brand. <laughs> it's happening.
2: Uh, this was a while ago. Like a couple weeks ago, I just forgot to mention the last time, but Joel and B didn't score against the Rocket against the Raptors in one game. Oh yeah. Like Marcus all saw- if he is doing gonna do nothing all season, it's gonna be frustrate the hell out of
0: Joel and Mead and make him scoreless in a game. Anyway. And, then you get it. It. and then they'll just end up signing him next year, because that's what they did with Al Horford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we just sign all the centers that Embiid hates to play, you'll never have to play them. Um, so the NBA has been
1: flirting around with the idea of doing a midseason tournament. I love
2: that.
1: And a lot of the players don't it's gonna kind of it. mean
2: something,
0: that's the only uh, issue. they're
1: incentivizing it with Winner gets an extra
0: draft pick. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's going to be they're going to put a 33rd first-round draft pick. Interesting. The winner's going to get it. Now, some people might
1: think, well, 33rd, 33rd. isn't just second-round first pick? Or 31st, second-round first pick? 32.5. Where I would think you might want to put that in between, like, from
2: 15, maybe put that – at sixteen, would you put it right after the lottery and pick? end? Lot- I'd put it into right, the right picks. after the the first non lottery pick. I, that's where I would put it.
1: But that, what the fuck do I know? Just a just it, a fan. It, it has to
2: mean something, or else the players aren't gonna care. That means something, doesn't it? Sixteenth overall. Yeah, I mean it's. It'd be, it'd be interesting if like the the team who won the won that tournament got an automatic bid into the regular North- nice. right season playoffs. Right. I think that I think think they'll go that direction, but I think they need something that really incentivizes the players. And I don't know if a draft pick incentivizes the players as much as it incentivizes
0: the management. So so the the other thing that they were talking about is um top six teams are guaranteed in but then uh six play or seven plays eight uh, or seven plays ten, nine plays eight single game wild card like they do in the other sports not a series just one game winner goes in oh because win yeah. when to get in is so fun Look, that you remember, the, remember that Timberwolves
2: Nuggets game
0: yeah the one that the one that they didn't put on national TV yeah I man we had have- we, we had to go to a bar and get to that one. That's what we had to yeah, do. Yeah, we definitely did not stream that one illegally. Nope. Got that, Adam Silver? We do not stream games illegally right now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: James Harden on the year has more free throws made in the last five games than Lonzo Ball does in his entire career. 67. That's disgusting. To 62. I,
2: I, that's, why, that's, why it's, that's why it's hard to watch the Brandon basketball the Rockets play, specifically the Brandon basketball Harden plays. But if you ask – well,
1: according to Fred Van Fleet, if you are an NBA player, you respect the way that he plays. James Harden.
0: I, I'm an NBA fan. I respect the way he plays. I don't mean, no want watch it. I respect the uh, don't want to watch that either.
2: That's fair. <laughs> Uh, it's it's the shit takes talent but right doesn't mean it's easy to watch i respect
0: nascar that seems pretty difficult don't want to watch that either (laughs) um so all time three rookies have posted 59.2 percent true shooting or better to um and two of these have asterisks because they're this season but they are michael jordan eric pascal and cam johnson this is on anything with substantial value. I forget what their – they didn't say what the minimum was. It said on substantial volume. Interesting. Okay.
2: I forget – I think this – I was listening to another podcast, and I was saying this in this podcast as well, and I forget what exact – what stat metric they were talking about, but it was like the greatest offensive seasons we've ever seen in NBA history. And it was like whatever rating it was, it has been beaten this year for the first time since in like 20, 25 years – but it's been beaten three times this yeah. year. That both Harden, Giannis, and Luka are all having a career, the best think, NBA I offensive it, season I ever. Just, I think it was just offensive box plus minus. Just plus minus? Box plus minus. Box plus minus. And it had Harden or Giannis or Luka had two of them not been doing it, the other one would still have it. That the top three are now currently happening this season. Yeah. Like that's a, just, we're seeing an incredible show of offense from the league. And specifically these three players this season.
1: It's this the whole league has been going through a metamorphosis of just points in general, putting up points. How fast can you run the ball? How efficient can you be with three point shots and inside the paint? And it's just going through. This is the next step from what the Warriors have created from that you know sprawl ball into what it is now of D and three man.
2: And then, but then you see teams <laughs> like the Sixers who are almost trending in the opposite direction with how big that their starting lineup is they're, they're and their
0: lack big, of shooters. They're big, but uh, if you, anyone's trending in the opposite direction, it's jazz, and it's not working them. They're big, but they still take all their shots where they're supposed to, either at the rim or at the three. There's not many, the, other than device Harris, there's not a lot of mid-range in the game of the Sixers.
1: But um, the, uh, who else is it? the Spurs are another one that's yeah. just struggling hardcore to move into this generation of, you know, Putting up a lot of shots, even though they may yeah, not be good I mean, shots, it still works points.
2: And Not to put, you know, I think on Popovich here, but maybe that, I mean, that's the era Popovich coach where, like, you know, you had Tim Duncan who was just money from free throw line in, and you had drivers like Parker, and you had you know, be shooting those threes, but, like, he coached a different style of
0: basketball than so, everybody else is coaching right now. So so here's a great it's, stat to explain where the game is going Donovan Mitchell shoots better at the rim than Campbell Walker. Donovan Mitchell shoots better in the mid-range than Kemba Walker. Donovan Mitchell shoots better from three than Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker's effective field goal percentage is four percent higher than Donovan Mitchell because he just takes smarter shots. Like it, it, if they each took ten shots at the rim, they'd probably both make ten. But like uh, if they like Donovan Mitchell shoots higher everywhere, but Donovan Mitchell wastes shot time taking floaters from the mid-range. Whereas Kevin Walker gets to the rim and takes threes, true shooting is a is a weird stat. But uh, uh, that's all That's of field goal, not true shooting. True shooting brings field goals into it or uh, free throws into it. Okay. But um, uh, here's a fun stat. If you were to take every team in college one, in college D one basketball, right, and put them on a graph, and the x axis is um percentage of shots either at the three point line or within three feet of the basket. And on the y-axis, you would put effective field goal percentage, right? So, so, so on the
1: far left of that x and y-axis, you know, near the zero-zero range, it means looking, you make very little shots, taking them all from the mid-range. And if you're looking at the far right-hand corner,
0: of the that max x and max y range, it means that you have a great effective field goal percentage. And you take most of your shots at the uh, at the rim or behind the three. Okay, now who's on that? Dayton Flyers are the most top-ranked right team on that chart.
2: Oh, in, in, in CBA. Yep. Alright. Yeah. Look at
1: that.
0: Go yours, baby. Go yours. We're one of the best statistic oh, yeah. teams we're, in the league. We're, we're all, our defense is above average, too. Okay, guys. Is
1: Kyrie Irving the problem on the Nets? Because with him on the team, they're 4-7. and seven. Without
2: him, they're 9-3. and three. It's too early to tell. I think whatever happens this season, good or bad for the Nets, it doesn't matter. None of it matters because next every the Nets are playing to next season. None of it matters this year for the Nets. I don't care if they're better with Kyrie on or off the court. None of it matters until Kevin Durant comes back because that's when that team is complete, when Kyrie and Karis LeVert are healthy, when Durant's healthy and back. That's when that team is really going to show, show who they are. So I think this season, make the playoffs, miss the playoffs, win a lot, lose a lot, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's all going getting thrown out the window. It's all about next year for the Nets. That's my opinion on it. I don't think it matters. Yeah, it's 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 a very
1: big. Uh, I, they're just like this is kind of a wash here. They're,
2: if they make the playoffs, great. If
1: not, eh, they're not too sh- woke shit about it. Um, Chris Paul got Jordan Bell to get called for a delay of game for checking in with an untucked jersey. And in, in a game that was pretty close, that OKC ended up winning in overtime. Ooh, can I, can I have a great follow-up to that? Oh, yeah. It was going to be mine after this, but I think uh, you know where I'm going.
0: Uh, Chris Paul also totally ratted out. Uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony was pissed about a call, and he clapped. And Chris Paul just shouts, that's a tech! And the ref, you can see, thought about it. I was like... Yeah, yeah, that is a tech. a tech. <laughs> Chris, the snitch. Paul. Right, and that's and that's why he's stuck in OKC. <laughs> he's no one wants. Him. He's salty right now. Um, I think he also
1: got a couple texts himself. Uh, Chris Paul did. Well, he, he's
2: on. He was on the top six in most tech, technical fouls well, in, the, in that season. Yeah.
0: Also, while we're talking about this, is you can't even say "dick of the week" because this is when he was in college. But has everyone seen the video of the Dick uh, Chris Paul Dick Punch? Yeah, he just uh, sneak around and hits it. <laughs> <Dutch. Yeah>. bam! Flat <laughs> well, punches a seven footer in the dick. <laughs> dick Punch. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know if this is true or not, but Dwight Howard was apparently the one who asked for the non-guaranteed contract to show his commitment. What? So he has a non-guaranteed contract right. until January 10th, but he was the one who asked for it. What? To
2: show his commitment. This is it, mean, the same. I mean, not to say that the not that not that the Lakers would have been. <laughs> so like, does Zion? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Whatever. Yeah. All right, let's no, do no, it. No, yeah. uh, I think at this point, you know, it's going to get guaranteed. I think he's he's been too impactful in a positive way on the Lakers team this year. Yeah. Like, he's, played really, like, he's actually finally accepted the role he's in. He's there to get boards and blocks.
1: I, I hope that's what he reigns honestly.
2: Because having him and Javel kind of rotate around has been working real well. I mean, obviously,
1: they're 21-3, so you know. If Giannis Antetokounmpo shot the same percentage at the line, the cherry stripe, as James Harden, 87.6%, he would be averaging
2: 34.1 points per game. He, Giannis is struggling for the line this year. It started in the playoff. He was like a seventy percent shooter going into the playoffs last season, and since the playoffs started, he's really struggled Hitting from the line. Fifty nine point one percent. It's it's he's struggling this year. So uh, which he gets to the line so much, he's it's something place he's got to improve. And I mean, knowing him, like he works really hard at everything, so I think it'll go up. But it's definitely something that he's struggled with. I right do
0: a fun fact about how hard a team with Giannis is supposed to be, uh, is is to be uh, on November twenty uh, on November twenty fifth. The Jazz played the Bucks, right? On that game, forty-seven point or forty-six point seven percent of shots they took were from three. Almost half their shots were three, or over half their shots were threes, and they shot forty-six point seven percent from three. Right, so that's about as efficient as you get as a scorer, and they still lost to the Bucks. <laughs> that's tough. Uh, that that one hurts. I mean, right, Clippers were down over half from forty. And shoot over forty six, uh, over forty six percent from three, and still lose the fucking game. That hurts. Oh wow. I, I'm not sure if it was just a defense
2: or a bad shooting night, but that Clippers game, the Clippers were down forty at one point <laughs> to the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks went on a forty one to eleven run at one point, and I mean, the Bucks. I mean, everyone who came in the game was just shooting lights out. The entire bench, DJ Wilson, uh, Dante DiVincenzo, Kyle Korver, Arison They, I mean, whoever came in was like, oh, three contested, sure, make. Or, uh, and then you have Kawhi pull up in a mid-range wide open in the lane and just brick it.
1: <laughs> so with that uh, controversy of the Spurs-Rockets game, um, Zach Lowe uh, on Twitter, he posted, you know, what we should really do is just have – Tim Duncan versus Hakeem Olajuwon, one-on-one to 11. All post-ups, winner gets the dub. I'd watch that.
2: Right now? I'd watch that. That'd be hilarious. I mean, it's got to be Tim Duncan that wins, right? He's He's younger.
0: He's got, like, 15 years on Olajuwon. Okay, but in their prime. Oh, in their prime, yeah, but you can't. how, How do you make that team?
1: Olajuwon drafted in 84,
0: Tim Duncan in 96. So 12 years. Assuming they're the okay. same age I anyway. <laughs> post-ups only. But also didn't uh didn't Elijah want to play four years at Houston? Did Duncan play four years at Wake? I do not know. But it was a funny Yeah, it's funny. funny. Sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to overanalyze it. I didn't okay. sometimes okay.
2: <laughs> three
0: point contest, that's fair. <laughs> ben Simmons versus Anyway. Um, oh, oh! Pat um, I, I Beverly got I fined five thousand dollars for flopping, which means that anti-flopping task force at the league Institute is finally working. It's working, guys! They, they, they did they, get, it.
2: they gave a warning out in the college game. Wow! They're they, in college now. You can get a warning, and the next next one you get for flopping, is a tech.
0: In college, they're instituting it in college now too, and I don't. Don't necessarily mind it. So, good for them, but also with the success rate of flopping versus the potential tax still means you should flop. Right. (laughs) Think about how many people flop and get away with it. You you should definitely still go for it. At the point they warn you, maybe stop, but like... (laughs) Does anyone else have anything else? I think that's it for me. Alright, this has been a fun podcast. Um, I'll talk to you guys again soon. Peace!